Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce. Hosted by Flyers game day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on him right now. And a guy like Ryan Paling is fighting for more ice time. There are plenty more examples of Ryan Paling and other guys that are earning more ice time. And we have back-to-back Jack Daniels salutes this week. So I caught up with Ryan Paling in the Flyers locker room. Let's hear from him. Um, so I know, I, I actually didn't know this. I was working with Scott Cardinal, Albert Yanni. You, of course, had the two goals the other game. And yeah. talking about your first NHL game and the hat trick with that. Yeah. When you look back at that, did you think like the NHL was easy or this was going to happen all the time? You're going to uh, get your first game? Yeah, no, I definitely didn't think that. I just thought that it was a blessing in disguise, I think, having that first game. And then going forward, I ended up playing the NHL the next year, like up and down. And so I think for me, it just showed me that, like, hey, I belong here. And so it kind of gave me motivation in myself to kind of keep working and working and working. So I think that was kind of the blessing in disguise that, that it gave me. Did you think last game when you had the two, did you catch yourself thinking of getting another I, one? No, I don't. I, I, I don't, honestly. I just, I mean... I think if you play the right way, good things happen, and it was good to see a kind of reward there with two goals. And I mean, toward the end of the game, when it's so tight like that, I don't think you have time to think about it. So, so no one talks about it because I, I feel like I mean, guys were telling shows. me, yeah, yeah, guys were telling me to shoot the puck this and that, but I don't, I don't think too much of it. Because it seemed like your teammates were really trying to. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Kind of aware. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. It's funny in broadcasting, at least. We, we don't say yeah, 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 for sure. Does that happen on the bench as well? Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think anyone does. It's the same thing with a goalie when they're having a good game and there's no goals against. You don't say anything because it usually ends up being bad. So, uh-huh. yeah, I would say, yeah, for sure. Thank you. And then for this team right now, just kind of the mindset of your first year here. All the expectations were terrible, national yeah. media wise, for this team. What do you think just of how the season's going? Kind of a pleasant surprise, or do you always think it's going to happen? I mean, it's always hard to tell. I mean, you think you believe in the group of guys and I think as the season goes on you grow together and I think we've just grown a lot quicker than we, we expected and I think it's just because of how we are with one another you know we spend a lot of time with one another and I think just even on the ice and off the ice but more so on the ice I think we're just so connected in how we play and it's it's a hard style to play against so I think we surprise teams in that aspect of how fast we play and I mean we can do it with four lines and just the consistency we bring every night has been has been awesome and I think that's that's why we've seen so much success yeah you mentioned the four lines because I think the big negative about this team, if you will, going in was like they all don't have a star. They don't have a star guy. Yeah. But it's almost like you guys have worked out as a positive. For example, you were, it's like every night it's someone else doesn't have to be a travel yeah, for sure. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, you see it a lot in the NHL. I watch a lot of hockey, and I feel like there's teams that, I mean, you can rely on certain guys. There's there's teams that try that way, and there's teams that kind of have a group of four. I mean, you, you, I, I always look at, like, the Kraken last year, for example. I think they're a good example of they played fast. They don't have a lot of star power, but they were really good, you know, and I think that they made it work for what they had, and I think we're kind of doing the same thing here. And you think because you guys have to play such a grinded-out style because of that, I think a lot of people now are asking, when you look at the standings, like, how long can they keep this up? Like, for are sure. they peaking too early? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's that's a big question. I think for us it's just you just want to constantly get better every day and I think that's the biggest thing I mean we've had great success so far but it's a long season and so 
it, I mean, the NHL, it's all about consistency. Like, as an individual, it is, bringing it every night if you can, because you're not going to feel great, but also as a team aspect. And I think we've done a great job of that so far. And Swartz talked to us a couple days ago about you specifically having more ice time, and he wasn't really sure what to expect when you came in, but he's playing more because you're playing well. Yeah. That reward, I mean, I'm sure that's not everywhere you get that, where they have their side guys working For sure. Does that mean a lot that you're getting more? 100%. I think that's one of the main reasons why I signed here, and it's also, I mean, you always have to believe in yourself as a person, regardless of how, how much you're playing, how much you're not, and I think that's the biggest thing, is just bringing it every night and having a coach like that that can see how well you're doing and, get, and, and reward you for it. It's, it's, it's good for not just myself, but everyone to kind of bring out their best, and I think that's why you see that consistency in our team, too, is, I mean, if you're playing well, he's going to reward you, and if you're not, then maybe the other way, but I think that just brings Brings the best out of everyone. Yeah, no, I always, I always like to keep tabs on it, just seeing how other teams are doing and whatnot. But I think, I mean, it seems like I blinked and and we're right up there with the best of them. So it's it's pretty cool. I mean, we we we've been playing good hockey right now, and we got two more before the break. So it's, it'd be good to kind of continue that before that happens. Yeah, awesome, always. So we hear Ryan Paling mentioned there and I thought it was really interesting he brought this up I basically was asking him you know the Flyers right now they don't have that go-to star that poster board kid he's like you don't really need that in hockey anymore and he mentioned the Seattle Kraken which you all just heard who made it into the postseason last year on a wild card spot he's like the Kraken didn't have a star and every day it was a scoring by committee he's like they were the blueprint that that this can work we just got to keep after it but there are teams that have done this before Al. Yeah, on the other hand, if you look at the Kraken this year, uh, they've slipped a lot because some of those guys haven't, you know, that's what happened. They have a good year, and all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, we made it to the playoffs. We used a lot of that energy. That's why it's so hard to do this without that star player. Mm -hmm. The star player or the goaltender, Coldenders in this case, can really get you through when, when there's some slippage in your game. But Seattle, which did a terrific job last year, all of a sudden this year, some of those guys by committee, the committee is shrinking. And yeah. that's why they're re really struggling this year. And they big win at L.A., so it's still there. But that's uh, that energy feeds on itself during it, when you're winning and you, the, uh, everybody's excited and you're getting, getting after it. But then you slip a little bit, and that's what's happened to Seattle. It's like, oh, my God, look, look what's happened. How did, this, how did this happen? Well, this happened because you didn't go 100%. Your RPMs dropped in games. And you need it all the time, and that's and that's what the that's what the Flyers are guarding against right now. Uh, that's why it's so important that Atkinson, that game break game break type guys, go in and 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 provide that margin for error. Or, and luckily they've had it. Or your goaltender makes three saves uh, that are ridiculous during a game, and that's sort of like scoring a goal. And they've yeah. had they've been fortunate that they've had that. Yeah, and they had that to an extent last night, but you saw on the other side, the Predators' goaltending has been excellent the first two matchups against the Flyers, and that's it's just a deal breaker. I mean, the Cam Atkinson breakaway, there were so many saves where it was like, oh, my gosh, this, this guy is excellent, and it gives yeah. so much momentum to the other team. The only way you beat them, I mean, Frost ends up scoring a goal off the back of the goaltender's head. I mean, that yeah. now that's why this is a game you can say that one really got away because, one, imagine this. They didn't play that well. Their forecheck was sort of missing. Atkinson missed them. You know, Atkinson has a rough one. They get a, a lucky goal. They might have got away with this. I know. So I, I guess in a way, if you're looking at it, like this is the lesson that the coaching staff wants to wants to sell 
if they get away with it, it's harder to sell. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't get away it's with it, eh, it's a little, it's like, you know what, see what happened. Now you got, now you launched, now you got an L on your forehead and you don't want another one going into the holiday. Yeah. And the amount of turnovers too, by your big guys. I mean, Owen Tippett is one that was glaring and that really hasn't been a problem the past couple of weeks. So it was weird that there was that amount against the Preds, but moral of the story is you have a lot to clean up in a matter of 12 hours as this game now against Detroit is so much bigger. And you, you don't want to make too much of it. I mean, it's the game before the holiday break, but because you lost this game against the Preds, win and go in feeling good about yourselves. You know, you know how Philly gets. You lose two back to back before the holiday break. Everyone's going to write the flyers off. 